It's Dr. Ring Classes. Hello, everyone. Um, don't know what that was. Um, if you want to get in contact with us, you can email us at chatteringpod at gmail.com or find us on Instagram at chatteringclassespod. And uh, yeah, I'm talking to uh, Adder or Dave Matthews, whatever you want to call him. Not the Dave Matthews. Not well, he is the Dave Matthews, but not well, he's the first. No, actually, he wasn't even the first Dave Matthews. Uh, that I knew and was friends with. So second, Dave Matthews, but not the famous Dave Matthews. Anyway, play the bit. Here he is. Hey! Cheers. Cheers. What are you drinking? What are you drinking, Flash? Um, cheery cheer, <laughs> cheery cheer. Ah, oh, good. I gotta say, you got a lovely camera. It's very uh. You want to drink high. some? Right. Oh Jesus! Start off. <laughs> now, look at all your Panthers gear in the back. Yeah. Yeah, I got a lot of shit, and it's on a shelf. See a bottle of champagne been yeah. been opened? Yep, that's drunk. That's um. I had that on, no, it wasn't on grand final night because we were there. I don't know. My boss gave it to me last year and I enjoyed it. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, how are you, sir? I'm really tired. How are you? <laughs> oh, it's great. I'm glad we'll get you on this podcast. It's going to go for three hours. It'll be great. Have you eaten yeah. dinner? That was my concern. That's uh, no. I'm that old now. I'm like, you oh. really should eat something. No, I went out. I went out to lunch, had had some yummy Thai. Oh, right. Even Wonderful. though I, I like shirt, but, you know. <laughs> Great. Um, well, no wonder you're tired, eating a Thai lunch and then going back to work. That's brave. Um, yeah. And then bought a cake because two of the girls in my team had birthdays this week. So Jesus. one of them wanted chocolate and one of them wanted vanilla. So I got red velvet and told them to both get fucked. <laughs> Classy. Uh, no playing favourites here. I don't like any <laughs> of them. That's good team building. Good team building. Uh, yeah. Oh, geez. Wow. Cake and Thai food. Yeah. Here I am drinking cheery cheer. <laughs> yeah, talking to me. It's good. Yeah. It's all good. Remember what, remember what Poppy Pete always said about going out to lunch? If you have to come back, then you don't go. Is somebody... Wanting to talk to you, or did that door just open by itself? Uh, there's a cat around, so there's a yeah, chance okay. that that uh, yeah, doors will open and the cat will come. Yeah, that's why we went to the Thai instead of the pub. Yeah, right. How sad. Yeah, because Poppy used to love a long lunch, and if they had to go back to work, he wouldn't go. He'd be like, well, there's no point. He's going to go and have a couple of beers and then come back to work. Professional banking. Yes, the 80s professional banking yeah, how I haven't seen him for ages. How are they? How's your mum and dad? Yeah. Well, they're seventy three and seventy four now, so that's what happens. <laughs> they just, you know, turn into. I mean, COVID was very easy for them in terms of being hermits. Yeah. Um, because Actually, you know, that's a half truth. I've seen your mum on her power walk a couple of yeah, times. Yeah, so she's 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 huge. They're exactly the same as you'd expect them. They did have COVID. I don't know if you knew that. Dad was dad went to hospital. Oh shit! I didn't know that. Um, it was uh, like fairly 
a fairly quick turnaround, I guess. He had a high temperature and like his temperature spiked and he started to get a bit delirious. Yeah. Uh, and so, uh, and then, yeah, I think mum called the doctor and just said, well, what should I do? Because he's all out of whack. And the doctor said, well, you know, probably just get an ambulance and come and check his vitals because if he has a fall, mum's not getting him up. No. Anytime soon. And if he's falling, mum has to not have the instinct of trying to catch him. Cause... Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, and so pretty much I think he said even by the time he'd was in the ambulance on the way to the hospital, he started to feel better. So it's just like a quick spike in his mm. uh but you know, when you're seventy three How long ago was this? Diabetic. Uh oh April, March yeah, the end of March maybe. Okay. So like they came to visit us. This is the, the joyous tale. Yeah. Um they came to visit and they left home at like 10.05. At 10 past 10, Justine messaged me and said she had COVID. And so I was like, cool, I'll just ring mum and dad and say, don't come, Justine's got COVID. And I rang about 83 times and left messages and got no response at all. And then about one o'clock, uh, dad rang me and he said, hey, notice there were a few missed calls from you. What's going on? We're like 40 minutes away. And I said, what are you talking about? Like, Justine has COVID. And he was like, oh. Oh. I said, oh, I, I don't understand. I rang. Yeah. I was like, well, I don't answer the phone while I'm driving. And I said, well, I understand that. But you do have a passenger. Maybe you could have checked your phone. And she said, he said, no, nah, no. She gets stressed if I give her a phone while I'm driving and give her instructions. I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> so they came down. They still came down. They were staying in a hotel, luckily. Yeah. Um, we, me and the girls met them at the park and had pizza on a, we have the world's largest um, pizza. Rug. <laughs> we yeah. had the world's largest, I'd love to have the world's largest pizza, but we have the world's <laughs> largest picnic rug. And so we basically sat at one end of the picnic rug. And Socially distance on your Socially own rug. Distance, yeah. Easily, <laughs> easily, probably twice, like three meters. <laughs> My dad uh, said, oh. I said, he said, how far is the park from where we are at the hotel? I said, oh, I don't know, 500 metres? And he was like, oh, I said, you could just drive. And he's like, no, no, I can't drive. We've got a good park at the <laughs> hotel. And when we stayed here last time with your brother, we left and we couldn't get a park. And I was like, oh, my God. Uh-huh. So I said, do you, do, you, do you want me to pick you up? And he was like, yeah, that'll be all right. And I'm like, well, I'm going to pick you up, but I'll be wearing a mask. And uh, so they got in the car. I had a mask on and the windows down. As soon as dad got in the car, he did the windows up. And I was like, dad, that's, we're, you're making all of our, I'm trying to not give you, I'm trying not to give you COVID. You don't seem to care. You prefer to get a lift from me at that risk than walk 500 meters. So then anyway, so that's what they did. And then on the Saturday, um, yeah, we were going to hang out. They were going to come watch Violet play basketball, but they just said, oh, don't worry. And they just hung out in Canberra. I think they had a lovely day. Um, and then I saw them again on the Sunday morning. We went and had sort of breakfast, again, socially distanced. And then I saw them on the Sunday. They popped over to say goodbye, shouted at Justine through the window. And then they went home. And then they Is went through the round window? Yes, through the oval window it was, actually. Yeah. Nice. I always get it wrong. I never got it right. Um, Is that a... That's probably a like a milestone in your life when you start talking about ailments with your friends? 
Yes. Yeah. Like they know you know everyone's ailments. This person's got this. And what are you taking over there? What do you got there, Dave? What's what's your medicine? You say, Oh, I've got this. Oh. Yeah. You know, you know all the names, you know the generic names, you know the actual names. Oh, bad times. Yeah. Tara <laughs> Tara couldn't do the I don't know if I told you last time that she was working at Priceline. Oh, right. And she got to see, you know, everybody. Yes, you know, your mum and dad would have been there, and everyone we know was there at times, and she just couldn't do it. She had to pack it in. Yeah, I guess so. It'd be pretty weird. I don't want it? to talk about your like. I don't need the back. You know what you want. You don't need me to tell me the why you need it. Like, <laughs> well, the doctor Jeremy, he's there. Like, their doctor must be like ninety. I don't. I'm sure their doctor's older than them, and he's still going. They've had the same doctor since you were a kid. From what I can remember, yeah, it's always been the same guy. Oh, he's probably a good doctor then. Yeah, he's a good doctor, I'm sure. Why isn't he? If he's taken the elixir of youth, he must be good. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, that's what happened. Then they got, yeah, COVID granny refused to. I was like, you should get the antivirals. He said, I don't need them. I'll be fine. And then, yeah, dad went to hospital and said, maybe get some antivirals into your granny. You never know. But, yeah, he went to hospital and then he sort of. How long was he? In for he was in for two days, but the the main reason was they couldn't get uh whatever it was the service like the hospital service to take him home because no one could come pick him up obviously oh, of course because Granny can't drive man could have run me yeah but you can't go and pick him up he's got COVID Dave so <laughs> so oh, if, you've got a horse and, if you've got a horse and cart that he can sit out in the open air then that's fine but. Yeah, but you're not allowed to pick. Like I said, this is the first time I've had time off all year. Yeah, right. So you got two weeks. Yep, two weeks. Yeah, nice. Yep, damn Quaid. Yeah, you got five um, kids to feed. No, that's the thing. Reese is eighteen, and he's out tonight doing his fucking um eighteen scavenger hunt. Oh, like year twelve style. Yeah. Oh right. And um, it's not quite as acceptable as it was when we were 18 it's fucked up the shit on what, their list what do you what, what do you mean I, lots of illegal shit illegal oh. shit like you get 300 bonus points if you get arrested oh okay yeah that's not cool no nah. you know <laughs> social media's got a lot to answer for well i mean 300 points for getting arrested is like that's that's uh that's a big ask for everyone's putting in five dollars each, so you got to win oh, what four hundred bucks. Yeah, it's not going to even buy you an outfit for your trial. No, it's not going to cover. Yeah, it's not going to cover costs, is it? Jesus, no, the kids these days. Well, what else is on the list? I'm interested in this list now. Oh, I, I will get a detailed copy and I will share it with you. Thank you, no oh. doubt. Because, well, what are your year twelves like? Well, we don't have anything kind of like that. It's a completely different system in Canberra, so. They don't have a muck-up day because their last day is sort of, they have classes because they don't have HSC exams. They have a big, they've already, they've done like a two-day exam right? that everyone in Canberra does and that's all they do and then they just have Is it like classes. South Korea where everybody has to acknowledge kind that the students of. are doing their tests, everyone has to be quiet and respectful? They do it, yes, they do it all at the same time and then it's two days and then they just have normal classes until the middle of November and then they just finish. It's it's completely different. So they don't really have a... Weird. 
a muck up day or anything like that. It's just sort of organ. They just have the formal after parties is really the the main thing they look at. They used to do it at a few schools, I think, do muck up days and um I mean they might do it, but it's informal. Like it's not yeah. Like they might do something separate, but not squid know. squid games like no like what we have at Mount Druid by the sea up here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. To see. Yeah. yeah. It should get extra points for I don't know. What if you break out of jail? Then you get extra points. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm so nervous. Um, yeah. All right. Well, that's a, that's a good uh, a good place to start as any, I guess. Not that we haven't started. I've been recording the whole time. I'm using all of this. Okay. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm very nervous. Like, like no. yesterday he, like, it was the last full day of school yeah. and they had... Um, way back Wednesday. All right. So a lot of the girls wore their year six uniform. Oh. And they were short skirts then. Yes. So it's not good. <laughs> <laughs> I like the way you're like, yeah, it's not, it's not great. No, it's terrible. No, it's not good. Well, Tara's, my daughter's 16 next week. Yeah. And I don't want to be thinking about that. <laughs> Well, here's what you do. Yeah. You don't think about it. It's got oh. nothing to do with you, I'm afraid. Oh. Okay. That's the hard bit, right? He's like, oh, yeah, right. The one thing that um, that, that gives me some comfort is Reese is like, my body's a temple kind, kind of thing. He's right, right, right. No substances, no alcohol, no nothing. But... <laughs> He still wants to impress his friends and he's got a car and now and he's... Yeah, yeah. right. That's the hard bit, right? I, well, I'm not at that stage yet, but it's coming pretty quickly. It's just the cars is the thing I worry about. Yeah, and, you know, it's a V6 diesel turbo Alfa Romeo that he bought for himself for his first car. Jesus. <laughs> just the standard, a standard yeah. bomb that everyone has. Yeah, well, uh, IGA pays pretty well, apparently. Yeah, right. Well, if you're not spending your money on any, anything else, then saving up. Wow, okay. So when did he turn 18? I want to say May, but that could 18 be 18 in May, you're exactly right. And right. Um, he his, his big birthday present from us is I took him to Adelaide for Origin 1. Oh, nice. State of Origin. We stayed in Adelaide and... I didn't know Adelaide very well, so I didn't know that I was um, booking a hotel in the middle of Smack City Central. Um, uh, <laughs> that wasn't great. Uh, then you go a little bit past that, and then you see all the parks and the lovely churches stuff. and yeah, yeah all, all that things. lovely stuff. But and it was great, and the the, the footy result wasn't great, no. but, the, but the experience was. And um, we went to the casino, but he wanted to gamble, but he didn't want to drink, right? Um, and he's 18. I'm feeling very old because I've got an adult yeah. child. You're not you're far not... behind. No. no <laughs> God, no. Yeah, she'll be 15 in November and, yeah, it's not far off at all. But, it's uh, yeah, it's hard, isn't it? Because th that's the thing, right, is like when we were 18, how much consideration did you think about your parents at any stage? Well, I don't think we really did. We took so much for granted and took all the liberties. That's right. So it's this thing of like, as a parent, you're like, oh God, this, I'm worried about this, and I'm thinking about this, and yeah. they do. You do not even enter their thoughts. What's I'm like, as I've said before, I I basically moved away for four years 
and never <laughs> once thought, I wonder if my parents are sad that I'm, I don't live there. Like, no, I never even thought of it. How old were you when you, because you moved out for uni. Yeah. So I moved out at 19. I think they were very happy to get us all out of the house. Because you were the young, you were the youngest. So that, but it all, that all happened quickly. I think I moved out in February and I think Michael and Jason moved out in April. I think it all happened very nicely for them. And they were like, this is pretty good. So your mum and dad went from a never ending like hosting situation because you always had friends over between the three of you. Yeah. To being on their own again. Yeah. And I still think they never got out of the idea of they don't have to have the food as stocked as they (laughs) had while we lived there. It hasn't changed. It has never, ever changed. I've never gone there and thought, oh, you need to do a shop. Never once. There's always always homemade cookies. (laughs) Yes, there's always homemade cookies. You may never, you may, I, what I want to know is how long could they go without a shop? (laughs) Because I think it would be outrageous. Like, I really think it would be like three months where they could just, probably more. Your your old bedroom's been turned into a giant pantry. It's a big meat freezer. (laughs) It's still got got hot dogs from 1987 in there. So that was was another thing. That was a hilarious thing that when uh, they put dad in the ambulance, they checked on granny and said, do you have enough food in the house? (laughs) Uh, I said, you should have shown them that you got two fridges and that the freezers are full. Yeah, and, if, and a deep freeze as well, right? No, they used to have a deep freeze, but two 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 fridges with freezers that are both stocked to the brim for something. Eight thousand for two for two septuagenarians, and yeah. that was it. Yeah, two eight thousand <laughs> bottles of instant coffee because they read seventeen years ago there was going to be a coffee shortage, <laughs> so they stocked up. So they've got all that. Like it's crazy. Yeah, just yeah. Toilet paper so for years. When when there was a toilet paper shortage, yeah, they already looked like they'd been hoarding toilet paper. <laughs> we were over at their house, and I was like, "Hey, kids, look, Granny's already been out." Oh, stop it! I've I always had that much. Why do you have like sixty? Ro- anyway, I don't know. In case they get COVID, I guess they're, they're they were <laughs> well, always waiting for it. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, sorry, you were saying like when I moved out. Yeah, when I was 19 and I, yeah, it was at uni. And then I, yeah, went to Denny when I was, I guess, 22. And that wasn't around, like, even though it was probably the closest uni at the time, it wasn't around the corner from mum and dad either. Like, it was a proper move away. Yeah, but I was I was there, like, every summer, I was there every weekend playing cricket. So yeah. I was always, you know, for a long time, I was there especially for six months of the year, like every Friday at least, uh, every Friday, Saturday night, eating everything and then buggering off Sunday morning. That's a pretty good balance for you. Yeah, very good balance. It has to be said. (laughs) And then you moved overseas. not Yeah, and then I was overseas in, yeah, 2002, so just before I turned 24. And then then I was overseas for four years, basically. But again, like never, I like mum cried when I went to England. But never once did I go, oh, I wonder if they're sad. It never occurred to me. Never thought about Didn't Didn't they... factor into your, to your decision process? No, and nor should it. Like, I wouldn't want my children to be like, no, I, don't, I, I, I could live overseas for 40 years and, you know, see lots of cool stuff, but it would make my parents sad. Like, no, I don't want to be that. That sucks. But... Like, like to think, like uh, whatever. Who's helping them bring all the groceries in? <laughs> yeah, exactly. And to and to probably be living in, 
you know, overseas and being like, oh, God, my parents are calling me. <sighs> All right, hang on, hang on. I've got to go and talk to mum and dad. <laughs> I'm as far away from them as I could possibly be. And for some reason, they want to talk to me. Yeah. How, well, um, did you stay in touch with them every week? Every month? I'm going to say probably a month. Every yeah. month, maybe. Like, I would have talked to Wigo way more. <laughs> yeah, I, I do believe that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I would have been ringing. I, I'm sure there were many a time because there's time difference. It's great. You know, four o'clock in the morning in England is a perfect opportunity to call people. Yeah. And not quite know what time it will be. You know, nine hours. Is it nine hours forwards or nine hours backwards? But it doesn't matter. It's it's either night time or the morning. Good. It's time. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So that was, yeah, that was pretty nice. I think you could, I'm trying to remember, I think you could text. Could I text? I think I could text from England to Australia. Expensive, obviously, but you could do that. So I think I kept in contact. I mean, it'd be interesting to ask them. They'll probably say, no, never, never actually talk to them. It didn't happen. No. You- you're just thinking about the times you were going to call them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or like, <laughs> oh, yeah, I should call them. All right, that counts, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. But I think there was a, a time there where I was living overseas and Jason was in Melbourne and Michael was in Brisbane. I'm pretty sure that was a there was a time yeah. there. People were as far away from the parents as possibly. I saw Mike and Jules at Wee Wee when I was running for a train a couple of weeks ago. So it's mm. the first time I've seen them in ages. And then, yeah, I told you already that um, seeing Barry Crocker on the project reminded me of Jason, and <laughs> I don't know. I don't think that's a compliment. No, because anyway. no, he's like ninety-seven or something, isn't he? He was already like old thirty years ago. Yeah, oh, that's pretty great. I didn't think it looked like him. I well, maybe I did. But just, I'm not, just, old... just his essence, just his yeah. aura. Yeah, I got you. Yeah, I got you. Yeah, oh, that's yeah. great. And then when he when he's about to deliver a, a zinger, you can see the crazy eyes starting to go. <laughs> yeah, that's very much him. Yeah, exactly. I, I was thinking the other, the other day, I was talking to Wigo, and I, I didn't mention it to him, but after I, I was like, one thing I wish I had on record was like Jason's impersonation of Wigo <laughs> that he used to do. When Wigo would, he had this amazing, very nuanced impersonation of Wiggins listening to people's stories that he had no interest in because you know we go as a salesman <laughs> salesman he, yeah he, said, he did oh, i'll have to see if i can get him to actually remember it but it was like amazingly spot on and it was just like his face was just like oh yeah and smiling but there was nothing behind the eyes it was like yeah. his fake it was great <laughs> buckland used to do that as well though like he would um because you know when i worked for him yeah I'd be talking to him or asking him questions and he'd be looking at you, but he wasn't looking at you. <laughs> He's just eyes drifting and then through you. I, and... I, I, I question him on it and he goes, oh, I'm just always really tired. I don't sleep. No, he doesn't. He doesn't. I get a lot of messages from him. At weird, so, weird hours. Yeah, I look at it and it's 4.35 and I'm like, oh, yeah. Buckland got up at 4.30 this morning. Okay. Yeah. yeah, never, never, never been asleep with that boy. No. So what's it? So you got like yeah. You we'll get back to you saying you know you've got an adult child, man in the house. Yeah. Who? Who? Yeah. I'm. I'm remembering 
the stupid things that I said and did and thought at that age. Like you round everything up or down to suit. <laughs> yeah, your argument. Yeah. I can do this. I can do this. So, like, I'm going to move out. I'm because he's like he's going to move to Sydney, and you know, I get paid this, and I'll do this, and this only costs this, and this only costs this, and I'll have plenty of money. It's like <laughs> that doesn't add up. You're you're quite smart. You've done quite well in your math studies at school. You yeah. know, you know how to do sums. Yeah. This, yeah. And it is, it's, I, I know I was exactly the same. So yeah. he's got these grand, mean, grandiose ideas that he's going to move out and he's going to be able to afford to do everything. And he's going to be like, he's going to be a 30 year old as soon as he moves out with a, right. with a career and a, yeah. But everything, uh, take it a financial advisor will be sitting there going with an accordion style briefcase. It will be sitting there going, everything's well in order, son. And you'll be like, yes, I thought so. Yeah. Uh, here's a little tip on your way out. Something exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah, but I was the I was the same. You know why I moved out of home because I was at uni, and Plano and JC were talking about how someone they were going to move out, and whoever was they were going to move out with, I can't remember who that was. Um, said like pulled out, and said no, they couldn't afford it, and I said I'll move out. And they're like really, and I'm like yep. No one said, do you have any money? Because I would have said, nope. Were you nope. were you even working at that point? Nope. But you made it work. Yeah. So that's that's why that's why if he wants to move out, then you go, Godspeed, sir. Or this is my advice to you. Potatoes. <laughs> and rice. And rice. And rice. Potatoes um, and rice. And don't convert his room into something else straight away. No, no, that's right. No. Yeah. Yeah, it's um, yeah, wise to be like, all right, we'll see you, son. We'll just leave the room, you know, available, uh, because they got that's the, the I I mean, I always tell students because if they ask for advice, I'm teaching year eleven and twelve students. I'm just like, oh yeah, just move out of home as soon as you can. It's basically, <laughs> live my life again. Do what I did. Do what I but did. They, but they're like, but I don't have enough money. I'm like, yeah, you you make it work. It's good. It's really good for you to just. Move out of home and find how self-sufficient you are and what you can live with and what you can live without. And you find out what your priorities are. Yeah, you find out what your priorities are. But you know, and like, if, if oh, your independence and freedom is valuable to you, then it, you'll make it work. Yeah. And you also just go, oh, okay, like all of these things that I never thought about, now I have to think about. Uh, okay. All right. And that I think it just gives people like a sense of like instant maturity. Some people are really stupid to live with, like they make stupid decisions and they, they seem pretty clueless, but you have to, I don't know, you have to mature. And I know people who said that, like when their kids move out, like they may, see them like a month later and they, they talk like adults all of a sudden. Yeah, okay. Because they have to be like, well, I have uh, Thursdays, I have to do this and this happens on this day and if I don't do this, then I can't, like it's you. Reality, reality hits hard and, and an instant maturity, yeah. Yeah, yeah you have hard. to You have to sort of, <clears throat> I mean, unless you just keep calling home and saying, can I have more money? Speaking of maturity, this is another thing that got me. <clears throat> yeah. And I had a grand plan too. So he um, he's going to end up with a pretty good high school mark so all oh, right yep options at uni almost you know whatever he sees himself doing type thing but what he's really interested in is is video editing and he's 
he's pretty good at it. I'll give him credit. <clears throat> so through work, I was able to um, get him some work experience time with the video editors that make all the promotions for the network at, right. channel, at channel 10. Because I wanted him to see if this is what you want to do, this is the path you have to do. You have to do this degree and this experience, blah, blah, blah. And they confirmed his ideas, which was, no, no, no. You find somewhere. You start at the lowest level and yeah. you just work, you grind your way up. Yeah, you just because kick your way up. Yeah. Otherwise, you're just wasting three years and all those dollars at uni when <laughs> that whole three years you've been earning, not a great deal, but you've, you're earning instead of going into right. debt and you end up at the same place. So my plan was to get him in there for him to see what the real world is. And they confirmed his his plan of, you don't have to go to uni. It's yeah, not right. the only way. No. So, and they've gone and, you know, told him that if something comes up, they're going to his first cab off the rank. So. Right. Jeez. Well, there you go. Why go to uni? Yeah. But the good thing is that he did talk to them all when they came out to, to school campus and he's got his applications in. And he's, oh, that's good. His preferences. Well, Justine, in her line of work, she has to, for data collection, ask the clients that come through, like what they earn every year. Yeah, and and she says it's really disheartening for her because the people with a uni degree, yeah, are earning way less than the people who had, you know, left school at year ten, got a trade, like did that. She kicked their way up at age 18 and then you know by 30 were either running a company themselves or you know pretty high up in a company yeah. and she said yeah it sucks like i'd you know go to uni and do all this stuff and then you hear you hang know, on so, husband... so you're backing this up with justine's experience you're this, backing this is just what she, as well this is what she's noticing and whether the data is <clears throat> accurate or she's just you know aware of it so she keeps looking for yeah. it but she's like i'm sick of hearing like oh school education oh i dropped out of year 10 okay how much do you earn oh 250 grand Fuck. <laughs> what um you yeah. can't tell me that that's not an outlier no, there's well, that's the thing. I think she's noticing that, so she notices it more and more. But yeah, and so there's just all these people who are tradies who are, you know got to trade. Saying tradies makes it sound like they just sit around like having a smoker, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but they, yeah, they're you know, like, oh, what's your education level? Uh, oh, I sort of dropped out in year eight. Oh, okay. I mean, if you've tried to, to hire a tradie since the pandemic. It's yeah. not easy to get hold of one and they can well, almost charge what they want. So well, this is this week we just found out now we got super lucky because we just painted the outside of our house and the first dude that came along said, Yeah, it's you gotta have repairs done as well and then sent me sent us the invoice and it was eighteen thousand dollars and we said for two weeks work and we said that's a lot. Is that included with the repairs? And he was like, Nah, you'll have to ask the other guy and we're like, That seems quite high guess we won't be painting our house anytime soon and then our neighbor was like oh i've got a friend he, he'll come and have a look he came out a look and he was like oh yeah okay i'll leave it with me and then the next day was like i've had a job cancel on monday so we can come around and do it on monday It'd be five and a half grand and i said yeah what about repairs and he's like yeah that included and so 
That's 15, a different quote. Fifteen guys came around on Monday and did it all in a day. All in a day. Holy shit! That's why. Yeah. Okay, that's where the expense comes in because you got so much overhead. I, I think the other guy just he's on contract work and he can charge. Like he said, he can charge whatever he wants, and he's probably got some very high paying contracts. So he's just like, I'll just charge high high premiums. And then- I'm going to be honest. I thought you misspoke and you meant eighteen hundred. No, 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 eighteen thousand. <laughs> And we're like, oh, that's a lot. A lot more than so we paid like a third of the price and they did it in a day. I don't know how much anything costs anymore. I know, I know. Including supermarket stuff. I got I'm it's like I'm four again. And it's like (laughs) a (laughs) hundred? Is it a hundred? How much is that? It's a hundred. How much does the car cost? A hundred? You're like Rain Man. Yes. About a hundred dollars. Everything's about a hundred dollars. I love it. About a hundred dollars. Yeah. 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 So yeah, it's oh, like that. So I, I just said to Jazz, we need to keep a hold of this guy. So does he do like bathroom renovations? And just see if he comes in and goes, Oh yeah. Oh, two slabs, two slabs of beer, I'll do it. It'll be done by this afternoon. Yeah. Just yeah. Like once you find a guy, that's yeah, the, he's yeah. the guy. But yeah, just it was unbelievable. Now, like the other guy, eighteen thousand, and that would have been done the end of November. So, Oof. Yeah. Oof. How how does it look? It's fine. It's fine or magnificent? Oh, I wouldn't say it's magnificent. It's just outside of your house, just painted white with the you know, roof eaves painted green. It's nothing like whoa, no. you stand around and everyone's like, look at this house, shining beacon, but like it's apartment. So are they are they the green accents that um Justine's been waiting for us since she was a little girl? <laughs> <laughs> I did say that to her, you know, like, oh yeah, that's amazing, isn't it? They just painted it. It's just exactly right. It's just to cover up crap that was like, you know, there's an old basketball hoop that someone had drilled into the brickwork and all of that stuff that's just it was just unsightly. But it's not like luckily, it's not like because it's an apartment complex, it's not like, oh, now every house needs to get painted. Like it's not so shabby that. You know, like if someone, if all of it's falling apart. Sure, and it, wouldn't you have needed um, uh, yeah, strata approval for all of that sort of stuff? Yeah. Yeah, yeah no problems. It was yeah. all good. Yeah, if we were doing it all, I were like, sure, whatever. Okay. Yeah, I don't know what we pay for strata fees. That's another thing. As I'm not old, I'm not mature enough to be invested. <laughs> Justine and I are like, oh, the annual general meeting's on. Oh, we missed it. Ah, oh, well, what a shame. That's where oh, they decide where all your money's going, though. Yeah, yeah, but it's a meeting and it's uh, it's oh, okay. hard work and right. <laughs> I got to listen. I got to listen to people. Oh, yeah, I'm talking to people all day. I don't need. To. You don't want to do, and then you might see someone that you know from work, and you don't want to be dealing. No, and no, I only went to one, and that was to get like a ref- like a like a reflector mirror put up at the mm. end of the like in the T. Entrance, so you can, so you can yep. see around the corners. Um, and they say, Yeah, okay. And then they did that and then they put it in wrong so you could see yourself. You see yourself instead you of around the you corner. See yourself. Uh, when I got there and I was like, Did they did they check this? Did they know what this is for? Electoral like, vanity project. Yeah, look, I can see yourself. So the 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 guy there at the other end of the complex, I said, Have you seen this mirror? And he's like, Ah, he looked and said, I think I've got something we could do. So just, we went around and Loosened it and moved it, did it ourselves, installed it ourselves. So, yeah, that's what we're paying for. You can start throwing out quotes for stuff like that. <laughs> but just love it. The, the people making it maybe didn't, had never seen one before. So, well, it's a mirror 
So what do mirrors do? They just reflect. You want to be able to see. You want to see yourself. (laughs) This guy's so vain. He loves his car so much. He wants to see his car approaching. Yeah. Uh, So strange. Yeah. Did you did you end up getting your um your transfer? You're talking about you're going to a different different school. School. Yeah, that hasn't come through yet. So. And that'd be um, for next year anyway. Yeah, so it'd be for next year. I think it ha- that happens fairly soon. Um, is that exciting? Man. Yeah, it's going to be weird. Um, I think I'm going to if I it's get been, you've been you've been where you are for a while. It's been seven years, and and it was only year eleven and twelve, and I'm going back to the year seven to ten school. Yep. And even crazier, like the school I put down is year seven only because it's new. So they're just starting with a year seven cohort and building the school from there. That's the plan. Oh, so every year there'll be a new year seven until you yeah. So six, you know, for the first 40, six years and then yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. so it's very weird. Um, but I was like, oh, cool. And I don't know what I'll, I'll have to teach like multiple subjects, right? You can't have an entire staff of teachers for, for one grade yeah or, or if it's like four classes you can i hope i'm not just teaching that means same. you get yeah it's two, weird. two thirds of every day off it'll be great well yeah i'm sure that's not how it works <laughs> sure. like oh yeah right well we don't have enough classes yet so yeah we'll just make you i don't know or i'm going to be teaching four classes the exact same thing yeah i'll teach every student which will be pretty cool like you'll get to know the year group pretty well yeah that'd be great and that's probably a good thing so, Maybe you'll you'll have a favorite class pretty quick though. Yeah, that always changed. That always I always found at high school that always flip flopped depending yeah. on the, what was happening in the class or what how they were responding to the class. But and by, by the end of the year, usually the class that started really tough, I always tended to like them uh, a bit more. Some, See, some this... classes who are really compliant at the start are like actually boring. Right, and that's not your style. <laughs> Absolutely not. Oh, it's, it's... I got called a weird dude the other day by a student. <laughs> yeah. Sir, you're a weird dude. Pretty so... much. Pretty much. Like I was saying something and they're like, yeah. Had you earned yeah. that though? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Or it, it yeah. was probably building to that point as well. I like I like the things I do to them, like mess with them. Like it's it's yeah. I always say like so many times, like my my goal in my career is not to be sitting in the principal's office when they slide a piece of paper over to you and say, did you say these words? Go, yeah, I did. But in the context, it like, it's, I know that seems bad that I said that, but you know, in the context of, of what I was talking, that's fun. Oh yes. That sounded a little bit Russell Brand. like. Oh God. <laughs> Excuse me. We'll be editing that out. <laughs> yeah. That's really not right. Sorry. <laughs> well, in the context of the times, anyway, yeah. Yeah. What I want to ask with a class, like you obviously you have favorite classes and favorite students, it's just natural. But can like one student put you off a whole class? Um, not really. I, I don't I don't find it's one student. I tend to find that it's I don't know. And it's not the students that you think. I don't like like there's behavioral students and they yep. can make it like, oh God, I've got to teach this class. It's hard work. Yeah. But it's the classes where they're not nice to each other and like re- ultra competitive. Sometimes the top level classes can be like that. They're actually really mean to each other. Like the, I had a class last year that was like a year 10 
like uh, they call it the smart program, Dave. Right. The smart program. I'm guessing that stands for something. But, yes, science, maths, and related technologies. What a coincidence that when you spell that out as an acronym, it spells smart. Anyway, um, but they were they were just not nice, and and uh, they when I gave them like their first assignment back, they they were nice up until that moment, and they were they just became horrible. One kid said to another kid, I can't believe you got a better mark than I did. That doesn't make any sense. You're like, Jesus. Like it was that kind of the ultra competitive. Um, the parents are ultra competitive. And so right. they. Is it, is it like in New South Wales where you're fighting for seating in, in, in the class so that when you do your final exams, it'll. If you've that's kind of, first in the grade, then it's going to help you in exam time. Yeah, that, I mean that's that's the case in year eleven and twelve, but it's not in year ten. Like the year ten doesn't matter; it, it yeah. really doesn't matter. So we spent a lot of time last year trying to like retrain that perspective of that they had, but they didn't. They never took to it. They were just like, "Yeah, no, no, we're right. It's we need to come first, and everyone in here is competition. So we're not going to share our ideas because then they will cheat. Like it's that kind of stuff." So, yeah, it's the running man. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. That was what it was like sometimes. Yeah, gross. So it's not always it's not always the class. Um, it's interesting, like, the when you said you have favourite students. Like, you do, but it's not. Like, students, that's a, a, obsessed with that question. They're always asking, like, who's your who's favourite student? And I'm like, I'm not, I'm not a year eight boy trying to work out which girls I like in the class and ranking <laughs> students. Like that's what, not part of my time to sit there and go, Oh, this student's my favorite because I, there's students who that you connect with because of their, like what they, what they say in class, like the actual, as a student, what they're like. They're but a lot of times, a lot of times I reckon if you ask my classes, like, Oh, who's the favorite students? They don't know. They think it's the people who get the most attention. But they're the people that need the most help, usually, not the favourites. But they see it as that student's getting attention and I'm not. But as a teacher, you're just helping them. That student needs the most support. Yeah. But when you're 15, you're like, oh. Most attention keeps, equals keeps, most liked. Yeah, yep. favourite. Yeah, so they never quite get it. You know me. I like the weird kids, the ones that just <laughs> say weird stuff. They're the best kids, you know. They have that, an interesting that, brain. That, that, that... Greg Davy story about the drama class that he had where the girl was in the wardrobe. That reminds me of you all the time. <laughs> yeah. It's like that was his favorite student. It's like that would be your type of yeah, student. Yeah, it's the ones who are just like, where did that come from? That's weird. Because <laughs> all the other students are like, that person's just very strange. And I always say, what do you have to say on this matter? Let's hear from you. <laughs> For your own amusement. Yeah, because sometimes they're just like... I think that's the benefit of hanging out with Wiggins all the time, right? Yeah. It's like he I never know what is coming out of his mouth. So why not surround yourself with those people? Like who wants to hang around with people you know that what they're gonna say? Um and and usually the 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 the, the other students are the ones who are just trying to impress you. That mm. they they think they're the favorite students. Well, as long as they're happy. And they're the ones, they're, those are the ones that probably think that the faculty will go to the staff room and say, isn't, isn't this person wonderful? And rank, and that's what you talk about. Absolutely. And they, and often, especially the young, get really young, like the year seven kids, there's a lot of times those students will, will try and in their mind are aligned with you. 
like a, a more equal with you than with their peers. Um, and you know, like they're like, oh, this class is so mature, isn't it? And you're like, well, they are twelve, and so are you. <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah, you're twelve, and you, uh, uh, yeah. I, the, what you said about like when you go to the staff room and talk about you. Yeah, I don't think they think that happens because I didn't know that happened until I did prac teaching. <sighs> they like they're so self-absorbed, like. We are self-absorbed as teenagers. Yep. They don't think when you step out of that classroom. You, do, you probably don't, don't exist. Once you step you out of the exist. classroom, you don't yeah. exist. Yeah. It's it, That's how they think. And that's how you think with your subjects, right? It's like, I'm in maths. Or I'm going to think about maths. But as soon as I leave maths, I never think about maths. <laughs> and that's the kind of way they sort of act. Like it's, oh, you're here now in front of me. Now you're gone. I never think about you. Because I remember very clearly starting teaching me like, Oh, right. Oh, yeah, I'm sure our teachers were talking like this about us. I never thought about that. <laughs> never the, thought about the epiphany. It. Yeah, of like, oh, who have you got in that class? Oh, that kid. Like, all that stuff. I mean, I remember just even going out with teachers when I moved to Denny. And even that freaking me out. Yeah. Like, oh, these teachers are drinking. Oh. <laughs> <Huh. laughs> huh. don't. It just never occurs to you when you're a student that your teachers are out getting wasted on a Friday night. Because they have to deal with <laughs> us. Yeah. Like, like, so how do you reckon it happened that what what was obviously a note from our primary school yeah. to the high school to keep us apart? Yeah. How do you reckon it stuck for six years, though? I don't know. I, I, I think maybe, and uh, we talked about this last time, but anyone listening... It's a true story. Our year six teacher sent our year advisor a letter firmly suggesting that we were never to be in the same class and we never were, uh, <laughs> except one time and then, Dave, you got kicked out within like 12, 12 seconds because we were yeah. just being stupid. Um, I I don't know if... I'm sure it started that way where it was strategic. I know like from the in year seven they sort of... Oh, it was alphabetized. Yeah, on yeah, yeah. and our surnames order. are nowhere near each other. So, so that was fine. But I think we just never really did the same electives. True. Oh, uh, maybe maybe it was our own fault. <laughs> so, and I'm sure, and, but I think definitely in year nine and ten, it was still in effect. Yep. Because that that would have been the time where those English, math, science classes we could have been in the same class. Yeah, and then. Yeah, I think that was it. We just didn't do the same subject. We might have done the same English, but I don't think we did any of the other same subjects. Yeah, and then I did validate it when we did have that one class. <laughs> had one class, and out you went. And yeah. out you went, and yeah, so maybe they took a note of that as well. Well, yeah, let's see probably. what happened. Oh, well, how long did it last? I don't know, eight seconds? It's... I even remember what I said. Really? <laughs> yeah. What did you say? I remember you was we're on the right side of the class. You're at the window. I'm next to you. Mister Fowler walks in with his neat, sensible socks and his pocket protector. Very good socks, yes. And um, what we're going to work on is um, it was a math class. We're going to work on some plain shapes. And I went, Yeah. Oh my god! So ridiculously immature, and I don't think it deserved getting sent out of class. <laughs> 
<laughs> I think he was just like, all right, um, he might have had it on his sheet, like first thing. Yeah, tip, tip sheet. Let's see, yeah, let's see what these two are up to. Oh, good. Yep, done. Out they go. Right. Uh, you, yeah. um, that um that letter you shared with me was pretty uh, impressive from the um your year three teacher. Oh yes. Yeah. Oh, that's pretty much why I got you to on here and I've completely forgotten. Let me find it. So I, I was always jealous of you as when when I came to that because I moved to the school in year three. That's right, yeah. And we we became friends in that year, but we were in different classes. And I was jealous of your class because of how much you obviously loved that teacher and how much fun that class was, especially in comparison to the class that I was in. Mm. And um, (laughs) to to see this letter all these years later. Um, So let me see what I can find. So I, I think I mentioned this a while ago on the podcast, but I had, here we are. Um, yeah, when I was in year three, that's when I wanted to become a teacher. I had an amazing year three teacher. He really pushed us. He talked about like how we're in year three, but why couldn't we do year six work and why should we stop and all that stuff. Uh, and then my good friend, Betty Chow, and just one day at school doing a boring, like getting to know you exercise. She asked me when I became a teacher and she said, have you reached out to the teacher? And I said, no. And so she did what she likes to do and stalked on, uh, online and found him and i emailed him and then i realized very quickly he was an old man who just started telling me all about his family that was his first uh, he he said yes it's me and he found the photos he actually scanned or had two photos of the staff and the year three photo and then i didn't hear anything uh, from him from a while i thought that was it that was very nice i got to say that that was nice yeah yeah and then he sent me an email on the 7th of August uh, that just said, uh, "Good, I'll, I might as well read you the whole thing because it's amazing. Good morning, Matthew. Well, first of all, I think he sent, I can't seem to find that one here. Uh, again, in recent years, I received a delightful email from an ex-pupil. I wanted to keep the email, but now I've lost it. I don't. Anyway, my wife tells me that Gmail deletes emails after a few months. Not true. I think the email <laughs> was from you, but my memory is deteriorating. And there are several students named Matthew, which is true. Also, there are several students in the class photo that I have called Matthew or with their last name of Matthews. Because as we spoke about before, there were two David Matthews that I was friends with in the same school. Anyway, uh, I was just making sure I regret not answering the email You will see I'm using large font. (laughs) Poor sight is a major problem. Isn't that great? He said, I want to say more, but I have to make sure it's the right person. I'm like, yes, it was me. And then he said, I'm going to have to paraphrase some of it. Yeah. We we are busy at present trying to organize an ashes placement service at Point Clare for my father-in-law. He died recently, but getting the family together is a challenge. He's an ex-Duntroon man. He was also the grandson (laughs) of a Chinese person, so carried a Chinese surname and some minor Chinese features. What a great phrase. (laughs) He was 18 when he enlisted and was sent to Duntroon. He always felt that the powers that be saw his Chinese last name and sent him to Duntroon as he would be able to cook, which is 100% true, right? You know that's what happened. Yeah, back then. Yeah. In the 1930s, 100% what would have happened. 
Nice Chinese guy. Uh, Duntrian was very new and so very small, so needed cooks, but he didn't last long. Uh, he became a guard at the Liverpool prisoner of war camp that held Italian prisoners of war. He drove a truckload of prisoners of war out each day and they would weed the road edges and do other menial tasks. He was issued with a rifle and matches. The POWs weren't allowed to have matches and needed to light their cigarettes. He had no other guards with him, so they can't have been too worried about a threat from prisoners. It was 1945 and the war is about to end. Why am I telling you all this? <laughs> People can be judged by all sorts of criteria. I judge people by their personality on what sort of humans they were. Isn't that lovely? It's amazing. I have never heard of people as pronouns. When I was medically retired in 2000, a pronoun was something in English grammar. I have asked my 23-year-old grandson if he could explain, <laughs> but the reply was rather vague. Had I asked about football or triathlons, I may have been given a better answer. He's not a footballer, but he loves to run. He and his father are off to Switzerland in two weeks to compete in the World Duathlon Championships. <sighs> Don't ever change the hardworking, polite person you were. But more importantly, have lots of time and hugs for your children. Wrap them up in warm arms and read to them from an old-fashioned thing called a book. You will never regret it. If that's at all possible, I would love another copy of your original email. And then regards his name. How fantastic is that email? It is just... <laughs> yeah, no words. It's no just words. too good. Yeah, so I'm guessing, yeah, he must be late 70s, early 80s. I just love it. Like, I'm telling you about this person who died. Interesting, prisoners of war. And It'd be 80s. Yeah, yeah I guess so. Because yeah, 45 years ago, 46, no, 30, 36. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I guess so. He would have been in his 40s. thing is, when you're flashing back to when you were in year three, everyone was really old that was yes. on the faculty. Uh, so it's, I remember him as being old, but he probably wasn't that old. No. And it was the 80s, so the fashion dates things. Yeah, I don't... He does... I'm, I'm looking at a photo now, and I'll download it and send it to you straight after this. Um, he didn't... Don't I look handsome? Um, he, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if he was in his 40s. He might have been. He looks like he's got a bit of grey around. But, um, yeah, God, just a amazing email out of nowhere. And then just a discussion of pronouns. But that oh, wasn't I, even, you know, the, the focal point of the letter. No. Just, it was almost throwaway. Yeah, I'm just going to say pronouns, and now let me tell you. I, I, my favourite, though, is asking his grandson, and he's, he clearly his grandson's like, oh, I don't want to talk to you about this. <laughs> do I it's have to so explain good. this to... Does someone else want to explain this to granddad? Why do I have to do it? I'm going for a run. <laughs> Most, like, us as grandkids, all we had to do was um, program VCRs for our grandkids. That's right, yes. It's, it's, I guess it's the same, isn't it? It's just... <laughs> Oh, I'm having trouble understanding why they're pronouns at all. <laughs> I love it. People as pronouns, all right. I think I replied to him as well. That just explained why it was why it was important. Uh, but you know, like if if someone wants to be said there are different pronouns, no harm. Or anyway, I just I just said, look, it's fairly new stuff to all of us, so you know. We're finding it away, and then I don't think he—I don't think he's responded <clears> since, which is a grand, damn shame. But I'm sure I'll get one equally 
Well, you know, that was part of rarely. the part of the joy of it was that it came out of nowhere. So when the next one comes out of nowhere, yeah. I also love the fact that he's like, oh, excuse the large font, like. Yeah, I but, can, but what, can, what font? What size font is it? Do you think it's that's probably right, a twenty it's, plus, right? It's not like huge, but also you can zoom in and you know, like it's not, it's not, uh, it's not ridiculous. It's not like three words per line, and it's all in bold. It's all written in bold, of course. Because so. he's shouting. Yeah, shouting. Well, not not many caps here and there, but yeah, Jesus, what a what a what an amazing thing. That's what happens. So if you if you have someone you want to thank, an old teacher, reach out. Because what they give back to you is always amazing. And clearly, teachers never stop giving advice. Yeah, well, once you've done it for a career, it's kind yeah. of part of who you are, right? Yeah, exactly. Like, all right, this is how you should live your life. Thank you, teacher. Good to know I will never stop annoying people with advice. <laughs> and asking my grandchildren about how to program my brain now. That's what it seems to be. Yeah. How do I program my brain? All right. Well, I'm going to let you go, Dave, because you've got to go and eat something. You skin and bones. You must eat. Oh, yeah. So skinny. <laughs> After your Thai food and red velvet cake. Yep. Yeah. All right. It was a pleasure as always. Go the Panthers. As always. I think I might have talked to you last year around this time. Must have been. I think we talked about how they were definitely going to win. I don't, I don't feel that this year. Yeah, I, no. I've actually had, I have, you know, how I have premonitions. Yes. You and my dad. Unfortunately for me and other Panthers fans, Broncos 23-20 in the GF. Huh. Got to make it there first. I'll leave you with that. Thank you so much. (laughs) 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 Bye-bye.